Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hello, and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Emily, a writer. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two type 1 diabetics trying to live our best lives. It's not always easy with the literal highs and lows. But it does help to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hey guys, welcome to Pancreas Pals. Emily here. And Miriam. And this week's very special guest is none other than the OG pal herself, fellow diabesti and just amazing human, Christy. Welcome. What a warm welcome. (laughs) Oh, it's so fun to be here. Hello, everyone. We just love a good Christy moment. Yes, we're very excited to have you. And, uh, you know, we're just kind of catching up. I feel like a lot of our favorite episodes are just us chit-chatting and mm-hmm. talking about diabetes. And I know we've done Miriam episode on her wedding with type 1. Um, not that this episode needs to be completely about your wedding, Christy, but Mazel Tov is in order. Congratulations. Uh, Thank on you. Your recent and very intimate and COVID-friendly nuptials. Oh, yeah. I forced everyone outside. I was such – a rude person about, well I don't think rude but no I think it, that it worked out perfectly that we had the space to be outside so you know a little under a dozen of us we could just kind of spread the seats enjoy the day and when we have a vaccine and it's safe to shove so many more people in probably multiple backyards at that point um <laughs> we'll, we'll do that but yes. this it was a perfect small and special day we're very grateful that we had this little window of also just things looking good uh that my mom and nana could make it up um i love it wait tell us about the day wait i like can we backtrack a little bit i want to i want to hear a little bit of like your thought process because i know that you were planning you know a a bigger to do at some point but obviously you like so many other brides have had to either cancel postpone or completely reimagine your your dream day so i know that this big day still ended up being a very love-filled beautiful day for the both of you and um as i keep calling him mr lice looked beautiful on his big day too (laughs) but i just want to know your your decision making process because i mean i disclaimer like i fully think that the way Christy did this was in a more health conscious way yes. and we're not condoning huge weddings, but that's not what Christy had. And we are also not doctors in that way. So we can't be making any recommendations. Listen to Dr. Fauci. Moving on. <laughs> Christy, you have the mic. Um, yeah. So we had a date booked for next April and I don't know. I feel like I was such a nervous Nelly just checking numbers. I kept having backflashes to when everything started with COVID, the worst slash most helpful thing my sister ever did was give me the link that you could like refresh and it would give you the exact count. Um, in your county? In your county, in the US, you could break it down by state and then hit your state and then it would break it down. I like don't want to give you guys the link because it just becomes your whole life that we were kidding. I still do have a bookmark just in case. <laughs> so when I started hearing that there was a possibility of another uptick in the fall, I was just kind of like, Oh, no. So talked to the now husband. And despite the fact that we have both watched a lot of say yes to the dress and prep for this day, um, 
we just thought it made sense to take advantage of, and like this was decisions made pretty quickly to when we got up to the big day, but we were mm-hmm. like, you know, we've been able to rent cars and drive down to see my mom in Jersey safely twice now because everyone um, in that home, my mom and my sister are both working from home full time. My dad's mm-hmm. retired. So we felt pretty safe kind of leaving our little safe cluster here. And by cluster, it's me and Zach in the apartment um, and driving and down to Jersey. <laughs> Literally, I like can't wait to talk about the dog. I have so much more to say about him than the wedding, but he was a big part of the wedding day. I have so many <laughs> photos I have not shared yet, but neither here nor there. Um, so yeah, we just kind of figured while things are still for the most part closed um, between July and August, because we live in Boston, Zach and I both work at BU, so we know the students are coming back. We were like, you know, we have a little window here. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just take advantage of the fact that we can people can get in a car and yeah. drive up. So we had my mom and sister drove up in one car, and then my nana and my aunt Maury, both named Maureen, so they're my queen Maureens. Oh. Um, that that was team bride. So I had the four women who raised me come up. Um, mm. my dog is licking my knee. Hi, that sounds terrible. Please. Thank you. <laughs> but my it's knee smelled. is like, I hate that tickly <laughs> feeling. Ooh. He's so cute. I never want to tell him to stop doing anything he's doing. Um, no, it's moved on to the ankle tag. This we'll is just post not a fine. picture of, of tag <laughs> with, uh, with this episode. So everyone yes. can see how adorable your, your adopted pup is. Yes, I'll send you a pic of him. So it was a sunflower-themed day. It was just the easiest, like, most backyard-friendly flower Mm -hmm. we could think of. Um, Zach's aunt and uncle, are they own a garden center um, in the area. So they gifted us gorgeous, gorgeous sunflowers just to kind of have out on the tables. And I had my bouquet. So we made the most of the just small little group, but it made the most sense to us to – just get it sounds silly to say like get the legal piece out of the way but the way we looked at it like when when you get engaged we just were in the headset that like we were ready to get married as soon as he proposed like you're you're ready to get married when you make the decision to get married the reason you wait is to plan Mm -hmm. and as soon as we decided that a fall spike could easily just wipe out an april plan and i just would not have wanted people to travel i'm not even comfortable being in groups like at all yet and probably not for a while so I ask people to gather when I don't want to. Um, So, yeah, we decided to skip that stress and just do this piece on a smaller scale. And then whenever the heck it is safe and vaccines are around, um, I was just saying, like, I will just go back into bridezilla mode for bachelorette parties (laughs) every (laughs) corner of the country. Let's go. Um, You get a bachelorette party. (laughs) You get a bachelorette party. So yeah, we'll we'll do it do it upright. Probably just another big backyard part. Well, another big. We'll have a couple big backyard parties. Mm-hmm. Probably one up here and then one down in Jersey. So we'll have fun with it when it's time. But you know, we didn't want to wait to get married. We were excited yeah. and reading. We have a dog out of wedlock, which which just felt rude. So <laughs> we took care of that bit, and we'll party down when everyone gets their shots. Amazing. I love it, and I love, I love the it. that his uh his aunt and uncle own a flower shop or a garden center. Yeah, florals could, are expensive. That's it, one of the most expensive aspects of a wedding. I had planned on doing fake flowers or something, which probably would have horrified them when we were still planning to do the big thing. But yeah, their <laughs> garden center is called Eden. Um, and so it, shout it, out to Eden in Massachusetts. Eden. Oh, it was just perfect. It was just the perfect um 
touch just to make it feel a little bit more wedding-y. They brought discarded petals so we could kind of line the aisles. So like Aww. I said, small, but yeah. just every ounce was so, so special. Um, mm-hmm. And ate really good Portuguese food. About. Ooh, yum. Love seafood. Yeah, but that's what the day is about. I remember in the midst of like wedding planning stress, I constantly had to remind myself like this isn't about a wedding. This is about a marriage. This is about joining with someone else. And so you're getting all the magic of that in this intimate day without having all that extra stress on top of it. Because that will come later when you plan a big party, you know. (laughs) I think what you said was just so – profound honestly that like when you say yes to someone's proposal Mm -hmm. you're saying yes to marriage not to waiting a year or two to figure it out you're you know like you know you want to marry someone when you give them an answer Mm -hmm. so I think that you know you were able to recognize that and that just shows how ready you two were it's so beautiful okay don't do well with emotion so let's get to the type (laughs) 1 diabetes aspect of this um how are your shugs throughout the day I mean I'm assuming it was fairly chill and also you didn't care because there were like 10 people around so take us through that except that I don't know what's happened like even just getting onto this podcast I was like oh my god I can't make any noise with the water cup um I was hovering I think I was just over 200 before the ceremony but I started to feel because we wrote our own vows Mm -hmm. um and just like the idea of the the act it it was just so excited like I got shaky so I was not surprised at all to see that what I was more impressed with was that after an entire day of just sipping champagne and the most delicious Portuguese food, which I like I said, is a lot of seafood and just like delicious mm-hmm. sauces. I think I went to bed at like 153, riding oh, high. Crushed like, it. Not riding literally high, but That's yeah, iconic. Pretty yeah. it was actually a pretty smooth sailing day, but like you said, I think I've heard a lot of brides say that they like didn't eat on their wedding day, which I just can never relate to because I'm like, I'll find a way. <laughs> I'll put I'll put a roll in my pocket. Like we were eating. Miriam and I were crushing juice boxes at her wedding. <laughs> I saw. I didn't eat mostly just because there like wasn't really time to in the midst of like that massive like wedding feel. But otherwise, like I hadn't eaten because I was so nervous like the month leading into it. So I would have like really gone to town if I had the chance. Oh no, that's understandable as heck. Um, yeah. I do. I do remember seeing um, a video. I think it was a video that Emily posted of you dancing in your dress. You look like a star, and you've got the juice box. I'm like fist pumping, looking at it. <laughs> it was iconic to say the oh, least. Yeah. Our uh, our pals, our fellow pals, could really relate. And I think whether you're attending a wedding or are the bride, uh-huh. it's uh, your blood sugar doesn't matter. I mean, doesn't care. Okay. No, it doesn't, Words exactly. are hard. Doesn't, Your blood sugar is going to do what it's going to do, you know. So it's funny because Miriam and I were like both having those at, at the same time, and it's like everyone's like, "Where's Miriam's bag with her juice box?" I'm like, "I got you. <laughs> don't you worry." It's actually it's a, beautiful. Yeah, I don't think there's a writer. There's no right or wrong way to do it in general. Like some people prefer a smaller settings. Some people go bigger. We were prepared to do one and ended up doing the other. So yeah. I do I do just want to throw out there, anyone who does want to do the more formal, larger event that you had planned, like n- no shame in the game in postponing. Our venue was not flexible, which I should throw out there, also played a role. Mm-hmm. Um, that sucks. Mm. I'm sorry to hear that. I it's mean, COVID okay. obviously okay. affects so many things, but like, 
I've, I mean, working for a wedding brand for two years and now also contributing to a wedding brand now um, with our current Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart Weddings is now part of Martha Stewart Living. So it's like a whole other thing. Story for another day. Um, I'm seeing all of these brides like writing in and discussing how COVID has – they've lost so much money because they had to cancel and their their venues wouldn't allow them to postpone. And like it's – you see every aspect of it because yeah. those are also businesses that need to pay their employees, that need to pay for their goods. And it's like – it's just – it's such a wild time, but the fact that you were able to keep it so small and socially distant in a way, like safe and still, you know, just the way that you and Zach look at each other, you could tell it was still your dream day. And that's what's important. Oh, yeah. It was, it was unbelievably, unbelievably special. So I would recommend to anyone who's on the in-between, but also we only made one small initial deposit at our venue. So even though we did not get it back, at the end of the day, it was not an exorbitant amount to lose. We were able to mm-hmm. just say, okay, and okay. on to the next plan. So yeah. it did end up just being a lovely day. We're very grateful. Oh, I'm so glad. So tell us about your dog. Yo, the best thing I did in <laughs> are quarantine. You him, are you training him to be a diabetic alert dog? Please say yes. I wish, except that. So lol at Zach thinking that this adorable little thing was going to end up sleeping in the crate it was like a cute idea that I entertained for a little while he currently sleeps on the bed with us he likes to sandwich right between us he tends to shove his nose into my armpit oh god Um, the amount of the amount of sleep that I have lost accommodating his every which move and turn is just obscene I'm like actually kind of concerned for myself as a mother because I am going to have the most spoiled children you're so such a parent. I'm such a parent. So when I set my alarm overnight to, cause I pretty much set one most, most nights, unless I just have had the most consistent numbers and I'm like, eh, I'll be fine till morning. I usually set one overnight anyway. So I'm a light sleeper, whatever. Now I accommodate my little fur ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's actually kind of funny when I lean over, I'm like trying not to disrupt him. Cause I don't <laughs> want to wake my sleeping little Chihuahua Terrier mix angel. So he'll have his head like in my armpit or on my shoulder. And when I lean over to get my meter, he's so funny because he never barks. He's not aggressive, if you could have guessed by the chihuahua blend I just described. But like (laughs) if you move him when he's like in a deep sleep, he just gives like a little grandpa like. That was like really accurate, Christine. (laughs) He doesn't even bother to open his eyes. It's just like a, excuse me, I'm comfy here. How, how, how dare you? So yeah, definitely not the most alert. Um, he's also like, like Laura TBH. <laughs> Laura and I just followed each other on Instagram, and I'm ashamed of myself. Oh, that's tragic, Laura. If you're listening, I love you, and I didn't mean that in a mean way. It was a joke. Don't I blame me. myself entirely. I blame myself entirely. I think because you post about her often enough, and like I'll see her in your stories, that I guess I felt like I followed her because I've been following. I've heard that a few her. times. Yes. I, I do blame myself. She's along for the ride. Oh my god, there's no there's no blame in this game. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but so excited for. Okay, tell us your dog's name. Did you mention it? I think I did, but still. his name is Tag T A G. Um, originally, he came with the name Tom, and like I oh. think that human names for animals can be hysterical. Like a cat named Deborah. Clarence. Yeah, I love Clarence. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, well, that's classy. That's classier than you. I was going for. I was going for like Deborah. Deborah. Deborah the Brenda. cat. <laughs> yes, like something like that on on an animal, I think can be kind of comical. But his yes. his, his original name was Tom, no. and first of all, we have a friend Tom, and I was like, not feeling it. So I had to think of another name that started with T. 
because he's two years old and I didn't want to confuse him Mm -hmm. too badly by bringing him into an entirely new world and you know I carry him around a lot so it's very disorienting I'm sure um so I just so happened to be watching Friends that day which by the way I know it's not on Netflix anymore but it does run from 10 a.m to 4 p.m on TBS most weekdays so get on that people (laughs) it happened to be an episode with Tag Jones the dude that uh Uh, Rachel is dating oh my god Tag yes Tag Jones I almost fell off the couch I was like that's perfect name wait is his name Tag Jones his name is Tag Jones in the show, so Tag's no, full I'm... name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so his name is uh, Tag Jones Bowen, although we have a lot of nicknames, King Tagamemnon, Little Tagalong. Oh, my God. Stop. I love it. It's so oh. cute. So um, in, uh, in diabetes news, how has quarantine been affecting you? Miriam and I yeah. are constantly talking about it. In the beginning, I would say it was tough because I – I'm not going to go ahead and call myself a gym rat. I know my body. Um, but I do go to the gym. Oh that is my well, you that is are the, You're the cutest couple at the gym from what it I It was heard. on your wedding cake. Oh, girl. Yeah, that's actually true. Let me, let me answer this question that I will put that anecdote out there because any opportunity to talk about that, I will just go for. Um, <laughs> but yeah, learning to live without the gym, it was tough at first. But Zach and I actually got into a really good swing that we're still going strong with where we go running in the morning. Um, we started out, I think like everyone else, and it just became like an online cult in my head where me and a bunch of people that I know from different walks of life, like ex coworkers, good friends, siblings of friends, I would see everyone doing like the walk a mile videos with Leslie Sansone. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's, that's my people. So we did that at first and it wasn't quite the same. Um, they are fun and honestly better than nothing if you are stuck inside I'm sure this Mm -hmm. winter we're going to end up getting back to them but I'm just someone who is my blood sugars are very easily influenced by the amount of activity we have in a day Mm -hmm. so we started forcing ourselves to go running um Zach's actually an ex track athlete so it's a little bit easier for him I'm more used to the elliptical I like my little three pound free weights at the gym so it took a while for me to get into it but now that we're in it um things are looking a lot better. What I will say is I know my body knows the days when I don't run. Mm-hmm. It's the difference of waking up at 150 versus 100 like constantly. If I ran the day before um and I ran that day when I'm running days in a row, it's probably the easier way to say that. Um I'm looking so much better. I don't like how quick I am to respond to not running because that's kind of rude. Um <laughs> But honestly, even having Tag, because we take his spoiled little butt for like four walks a day. So we're constantly, like every couple of hours, we don't go for the longest ones, but we're moving every few hours. And then if I do that on top of running, Mm -hmm. you're going in a, in, in a good place, in a good place. I just, I always feel bad. Like Sunday scaries for me is like checking my blood sugar because it knows I didn't run the last two days. And I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I take off on the weekends too, but I, I try to do something, some kind of activity that requires like a little bit of walking, whether okay. it be walking yeah. to a park or going to actually pick up food and bring it back. Get a dog. Um, they demand it. I want a dog, but I can't. I, Laura and I can barely take care of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, We'll see. I mean, Matt really wants a Shiba, you know, and I really do too. They so, are fluffy. Yeah. Oh, I would we endorse that. Pillow. We we can't do that anytime soon. I don't want one until I'm like fully settled, you know, I can afford yes. to do that. Wait, but picture, uh, picture one in like a turtleneck sweater and then answer the question again. 
like a yeah, royal I can't blue. afford the turtleneck sweater. <laughs> I can barely afford my insulin. Steven Meanwhile, I'm setting uh, aside funds. <laughs> no, we had, we had fostered a dog for like two days, and it was oh. so it was impossible. Though it was a brand new puppy. I was home alone. We weren't allowed to take her outside yet. I was like, we cannot do this. So next time we attempt, it will be either an older dog, an older meaning like at least a year, or we'll be like rich enough to have a house with a backyard. Yeah. yeah that's a dream. That was, that was like my my new feeling about it. I'm like, okay, I do want a dog, but not in this scenario. At no. least you're in Brooklyn. Enough, I think one enough. of the one of my big factors in waiting to get a dog, other than I still don't think I'm a true adult, she says as she's like half six months from turning 27. Um, I really feel like it's unfair in my tiny New York apartment to have a dog right now. Like I just don't think that that's like fair at all to the dog because my apartment is extra small so no it should be the most fun so if you're not ready and it's not going to be the most fun and it's going to be more of a stressor wait till it is fun because when you're ready it's just like the best and just be like like an experienced pet parent it was so wise (laughs) well we were we were also really we had to be really honest with what we were able to handle because we don't have the most space either. Having the second bedroom for storage actually was – it did open up some room mm-hmm. for us um, just to be able to have his crate and his bed because he is um, he is the type of prince that likes to have his own space. Like he's not a fan <laughs> of laying on the hardwood. Like mm-hmm. if we lay outside, um, like at my mom's house or something, if we're sitting on the patio, like we have to bring out a towel. <laughs> yeah. That's like, a, that's like a chihuahua thing though, right? They yeah. like, like – wrapped up and nuzzled in blankets yeah he's he's a chihuahua terrier mix so i would say his face is super chihuahua but when you see his body because i think when some people hear chihuahua they think an actual six pounder he's more like 18 pounds interesting so he has a little bit believe me i carry him around all the time (laughs) like an actual purse um but yeah i think that growing up with only German shepherds, I had to change my expectations a little bit. Cause I was like, what about a golden retriever? Mm-hmm. And then every now and again, I'll just like get a glimpse of our less than 20 pound dog on our crummy little couch. And I'm like, how did I think I was fitting could... something larger in here? Like, how did I yeah. think that was going to work? But he is also super low maintenance. Like I'm, I'm selling him a little bit short of how easy a pet he actually is. He mm-hmm. loves other dogs. He loves people. He never barks. He's a cuddle monster. He's super He's lazy. Potty trained. He's potty trained. So even when we are working from home, like mm-hmm. he'll just lay there. Like when you tell him it's time to go take a walk, he's thrilled. But yeah. he doesn't beg for attention. He doesn't really chew on his toys. He just like feng shui's them around the carpet. <laughs> um, so he's truly as low maintenance as, I was say, as they come. You're giving me faith because this was not at all the case with this puppy we attempted. And I was like, how does anyone have a dog? This is awful. I so, think puppies are their own breed, right. especially the specific yeah, he, ones. He's, he's cute but has very old man syndrome, as do I. So we pretty much Love just like it. sit and look at each other and fell in he's love. He's just perfect that's, for your little family. Was, that's exactly yes. Exactly. He's the perfect pup for us. Oh, I love it. So much joy. Um, One final thing I wanted to follow up, not follow up, but I like talking about, and I feel like this was our entire first and second season, Christy, but uh, your your care. Has any of your methods changed with your diabetes? AKA, we really want you to use the companion medical in pen. We're going to start people, like we're giving them too much free stuff. (laughs) They they do know they we are not sponsored by them this season, but we I just love them. I love the idea. It's so of it. cool. 
as someone in marketing, Miriam, you should consider it. That was such a sell. That's because Miriam means it. We're both on the pump <laughs> we and we both mean talk it. about yeah. this all the time. It's like, well, should we go on a pump break? No, no. We like yeah. our pumps. But well, but really, like whenever I have like a, a pump site issue, I'm like, oh, I'm so over this. I should just go back to injections. I'm totally going to get the in pen. And then I, you know, I don't. But that's always <laughs> in the back of my head. Like at some point, if I literally run out of real estate on my body and can no longer do like pump sites or something, I'm a thousand percent going to try it. I'm totally running out of real estate. That's like such a true statement right now. I can't, I can't function. Yeah. I've had to like go like on my back thigh area, not completely back, but it's just not comfy. Yeah. Ugh. Wait, that's I'm actually tired. something that's been a little bit good during quarantine. So I'm so used to at work injecting like my thigh under my desk, even though I mm. like have my own little office space. I don't know why I'm so like just conscious about it. Um, Conscious about it, conscious of it. Yes, there we go you know, English. Um, since I've been home, I, cause I'm home for obviously all three meals. I'm working from home for the rest of the year, probably extended. Um, I can like bend and get like my butt, which I don't know if you guys know you can inject in your butt, but, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but, 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 I just hadn't really considered it before, but I noticed I was starting to get the bruises on the sides yeah. of my thighs and stuff again. So I was like, all right, we need to mix this up. So I talked to my endo and she was like, just stick your butt, girl. And you know what? I have It been. worked. Yeah, it's true. You get to get Plenty way of real more estate cre- there. Yeah. Way more creative when you're like not in a meeting trying to inject yourself. It's pretty so much. True. I mean, so you're still on MDI and you're still using a, a finger prick. I, I am. Yeah, I'm on it's my old meter. school meter, which – I, I still love, um, and you know, Tag's very supportive in his nightly growlings at me. Um, <laughs> the last time I was on, I think I introduced the change to Tujeo, which is the 36 yes. hour oh, that's um, right. basil. That has continued to be like, it was a change that I was uncomfortable just being diagnosed in my adulthood. I was on Novolog and Lantis mm-hmm. from the moment I was told, This is your life now, here's your two pens. Um, I was at least eased into Tujeo because the pen itself was still gray, so I could pretend it was Landis. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it was emotionally for me. It was just the magic because it doesn't have any peak hours, mm-hmm. um, and I brought the amount that I'm taking way, way down. So when I was on Landis, at one point I was up to like 30 units, and I saw mm-hmm. a new endo, um, a nurse practitioner. Actually, I just have always had better luck with nurse practitioners than. Um, Doctors. MDs. Mm-hmm. It just in my personal experience in Boston, that's just always how it's worked out for me. Yeah, I feel like and they spend more time with you. She's much easier to get on the patient portal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went into Sierra, and she was just like, "This, like this amount of units, just does not make sense for your body size." So she was like, "Our goal is to get you down to 13. And when she said that, my I was just like ears ringing, like so mm-hmm. scared because I was like, "What is that going to do?" But we did it slowly, and for some reason, the 36-hour without the peaking, because I think that that's what yeah. was causing issues for me before was that the that awful witching hour I've always complained about. And I still, I always, no matter what type of insulin I'm on, and this is definitely a just true-to-me thing, between the hours of like 3 and 6, um, I just am so much more susceptible 
to Lowe's. But knowing that now, it's the difference of having my afternoon snack, like having a Chobani Flip, who sponsored mm-hmm. me once. Oh, um, I, that when you got that, I like that made me so happy. <laughs> You get what you ask for. Sorry, I have all these side <laughs> anecdotes of just like my my chaoticness just storming the internet every no, now and again. You're iconic. Iconic. Very, very low scale, just like schemes to get free yogurt. My yogurt budget was out of control. So <laughs> Chobani's worth it. Chobani sponsors. It's, it's literally uh, so good. Um, so we could do good. an entire episode on different yogurts. I'm down if you are. And the um, different wa- the different ways to get free ones. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, it's the best the time diff- to bolus. Like in the morning when I have my morning yogurt, I have to wait at least 15 minutes mm-hmm. for my pre-bolus to set yep. in but if I'm eating like a peanut butter toast I only have to wait like five minutes it's just like I don't know okay. guys I don't know interesting that, that mo- I'm the same way morning dairy for some reason it really really gets me but I love it I eat it every morning and then same. I do my workout you know guys we make it work I was just gonna like say don't give it up wait I want to circle back because I'm curious about this 36 hour piece of it so do you inject it every 36 hours or are you inject it every 24 hours and it just la- it kind of overlaps for when it starts fading yes so the latter um I okay. inject every 24 hours but what was happening is that I was rising overnight but then mm-hmm. it would have it would have its like effect um because it had like peaks and peaks and valleys um it would it would affect me more at certain times of the day than others and it just wasn't working for me because I was like I'm coming up overnight and I don't want to wake up and have to give myself units during the evening but then Mm -hmm. I go through my normal work day and I was like chugging like so much juice just to feel safe getting on the train to come home and it just was not working for me so it was a scary thing because I'd been on it since I was diagnosed and my my endo was just like let's let's try something new first of all take less which seemed counterintuitive because I was seeing high numbers overnight but because it holds me so steady it was kind of a retraining years after the fact to lean so much more on the Novolog and the short acting um, because it lasts for 36 hours so it was carrying through over the um, over the course of the night because even though Lantus is 24 um, and I'm not trying to knock Lantus it doesn't it's quite really last <laughs> yeah it doesn't last the full so because I've always been someone who I'm a morning person so taking all of my vitamins um, and everything before breakfast is always the way that I've done things mm-hmm. um, so that's why I was rising so much with the Lantus but then I would overcompensate with it hence why I was taking over twice as many units as I should mm-hmm. um, And one of the best short-term benefits, which I think then was aiding blood sugar control anyway, um, was that I lost like quite a bit of weight because I was not having to chug several juice bottles just to get home. So feeding the insulin. Exactly. Exactly. That's what says. Mm -hmm. No, it it worked out beautifully. And I must say, I, I would recommend at least talking about it with your endo because I don't know. It was just the... Well, the magic for, for me. You. Yeah, and the if fact that it doesn't on MBI. Yes, yes. <laughs> you can't yes, put so. that in a pump. Yeah. Even though it doesn't it doesn't have a period of peaking because I know that that for some people works really well if they're constantly seeing spikes at night and they take their Atlantis at night. The fact mm-hmm. that it typically peaks 2 hours afterwards is like good for them. It just there was no comfortable time of day. We tried to switch up when I was taking it and it made no difference. So having yeah. something that holds you steady rather than peaking um it just allowed me to bring that the amount of units of the basil I was taking way down and then lean more on the short acting and just doing better for it. There you go. 
And that is catching up with Christy. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just want to say now that we're like, you know, five months into quarantine that Christy, you were the first one, I think, that texted us and was like alarmed by COVID and kind of said like, hey, guys, should we be concerned about this? And I think oh my God, yeah. at the time I was like, we're fine. Trust me. Dude, your husband's no- a doctor. So I was like, I was I'm like, going to listen to Mary. I was like so chill, I think. And that was probably just my own anxiety. But anyone who would bring up anything alarming to me, I'd be like, guys, it's fine. And you were right. And I'm just always going to remember that you were the first person to text me to say like, is this something we should be worried about? And I was like, huh, I don't even know. I'm so happy oh, to be wow. your paranoid friend because that is me. Okay, no, that. I'm Christy. Don't get it twisted. This one time, you were more paranoid than me. Okay, <laughs> that's true. One time, Emily, Emily does usually have that part covered. <laughs> I think prepared. everyone else's <laughs> calmness was like making me more nervous. Yeah, because I was like something. It's like when a baby's crying on a plane, and you're just like, "What the heck do they know?" Well, like, I feel like they were also using like trigger words for us type one diabetics and anyone with a chronic illness. It's like. You know, you're fine unless you have a weakened immune system, and it's like my head perks I up. I do have fine unless you have diabetes. My head perks up. Yes. It's like Jesus Christ! Can you catch a break here with these trigger words? Oh yeah, I, I was terrified. So yeah. it was, and in that way, deserved. tag is in that way. Tag is my little emotional support dog because there is nothing more soothing than just like picking up this little Petting eighteen pounder and just yeah. carrying him and around. Something like yeah, like the warmth and like their weight and the he's your weighted blanket. You. They are. <laughs> And he's he's so soothing, and he lets me dress him up and doesn't try to fight it. Oh, iconic. An iconic <laughs> dog for an iconic gal. Um, anyways, I'm going to wrap up, but yes. any final words, ladies? This was so much fun. Thank you for having me on, guys. I love catching up. Hello, all pancreas pals. Be well. Oh, my God. Listen to seasons one, two, and I think three. Um, basically At least cameoed to- in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Christy's an OG pal. Yeah, sprinkle throughout. Um, <laughs> she's a constant in my life, and she should be in yours too. So follow us on Pancreas Pals on Instagram at Pancreas underscore pals. Follow us on Facebook at Pancreas Pals PP. Follow Christy on Instagram at Alston Princess, which is its own individual story. If you're from Boston, you probably know. Um, <laughs> she no longer lives there, though, for all of you creepers out there moving forward. Um, <laughs> But follow us. I already did all that. So slide into our DM. Send us an email at pancreaspals123 at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, whether it's to tell us about your day or that you can't hear us on our mics. <laughs> we love to hear <laughs> We're working you. on it. We're working on it. Um, so check back every other week for a new episode and keep on getting through quarantine, guys. We're going to make it through. Thank you again, Christy. We love you. Love Thanks, you guys, Christy. too. Have a great week, Bye. everyone. Bye.